0: Hello, my friend. It's a peaceful morning here at the mountain. It's early November, and the sky is particularly blue today. Sort of an October or a May blue. <laughs> Get confused by time as we open up to gratitude and be grateful for whatever time we're in. And that isn't easy. Like last night when I realized I, late at night when I arrived back here, couldn't find my car keys. It was a complicated adventure, searching under seats and around things, finding things I'd left in the car that needed to clean out. And then eventually, I realized, well, wait till the morning hour. But the beautiful thing was the car would start, so I knew the keys were in the car somewhere. The Subaru of mine is smart enough to know it won't begin unless the car keys are in the car. So much is in us, and sometimes we can walk by it, miss it, and we have to rediscover it. And that was what was happening for me last night. I couldn't find that key. But the key I find today is so rich. It's the key that we're looking for, I think, this time of this month, especially when we celebrate Thanksgiving. There's a deep sense within us that there is a longing within us, a a hunger for tables set well with friends, and soon that will be happening, hopefully for us, and uh, an openness to our hearts, to the needs of others who don't have that opportunity, that experience, that food or fellowship. Mine, a minimal problem, but yet one that disturbed me enough that I lost a little sleep, allowed me to go out early in the morning and search again, and indeed, down between the two front seats, hidden in the dark and between folds, with the keys to the car. What might be hiding in us, almost hiding, uh, there in the folds of our heart, we might say. And I would say one of the things often is gratitude. Because we're needing so much, it seems, at times, and looking for so much, I remember, forget how much is given me, how much I've already come upon, discovered or rediscovered, finding the key that opens the door and makes things happen, the one that allows me to travel again today. The readings today were striking to me. The gospel is very beautiful, and the Pharisees and others are challenging Jesus again because he eats with sinners and hangs out with prostitutes and tax collectors. We might say, uh, at least at the table in our heart, is there room for those people if there isn't right now space for them at our Thanksgiving table. Or if they can't fit in our house, and that's understandable, not everybody can, how do we begin to help each other find places for others in our world? Part of it comes, I believe, not just setting out to do that, but sitting down and doing what we're doing now and opening up and realizing how much has been given to us, how much has come our way how much I'm yet to discover what might be hidden in the folds of my heart, my own personal history. One of the stories Jesus tells in this gospel, I love Luke. Luke brings up gratitude in a number of ways, and in particular, God's abiding presence. A woman who was missing a coin went in search of it and asked everybody to come and help out. And in finding it, she threw a party. (laughs) Probably cost more than the coin which I think is the point of the story, or part of it. Isn't it true when you and I feel gratitude that we become bountiful in our um, gratefulness, our, our disposition to, <laughs> to offer others what has come to us, to begin to realize that God and God's great goodness has really awakened in us Uh, Indeed, uh, brought us to what I call a type of saturation of goodness, if I can take time. My aridity, as we used to call it, might still be helpful, or my hunger, seemingly unanswered. If I take some quiet moments, helps me discover and find that the banquet is here. It's already at hand. As we hear in Luke 14, 15, and I heard on a sabbatical Years ago, the banquet set by the, the one who owned the big house <laughs> and sent his people out scurrying along the streets and saying, tell everybody, look, it's all ready now. All of it is ready now. Too much to believe? Well, maybe it's because I don't perceive it. I haven't sat and listened or walked and helped and allowed gratitude to saturate my heart, which begins then to motivate us. We begin to tell people the blessings that have happened to us. I've already called a few to let them know I found my keys and they didn't even know my key was missing. What else is there that's a secret of some wonderful kind that might be passed on to others? Am I being motivated because my heart now is filled, saturated, that I may pass something on? And another word that seems to ring clear and sort of rhyme there is radiates goodness, generosity, our coming to know something like a child. We become radiant. We radiate out a quality of gratitude, a a felt sense of people's delighting in the fact that we are throwing a party because we're finding something about the core of goodness in our own lives. Over and over again, beautiful stories in scriptures note that they would be a meal that someone would welcome someone else to, a party they'd throw, a sharing of bread by Jesus in the Last Supper, giving himself away then and in the next day and forever. It does cost us something, but when we realize how rich we are, how bountiful God has been, that which we become saturated with, an awareness of God's simple goodness which hides often in the folds of our heart, motivates us to share this with others and begins to radiate out to our world. Love often and longs to move to action, but it begins, I think, in gratitude, as prayer does. So I welcome you to take some time now and in your own way, sense your day. It may be beyond this, be beyond this brightness of my early November day, my my hours, <laughs> the Earth's. But as we experience it ourselves, how do we give it away? The moment, the gift, the life we have, the hope we have. The willingness in a time like this to be foolish enough to give others the gift of hope. Blessings, my friend. May this day be a day of light, joy, and peace for you. And as we open our hearts to one another and to what is hidden there, may we begin to be generous with it, responding to the needs of others. Let us be still now and experience God's presence with us in deep gratitude. Let us be still and know. Let us be still. Be still. Be. The heart, grant us your grace, in the cave of the heart, grant us your grace, spirit in the cave of the heart, grant us your grace, in the cave of the heart, grant us your grace, grant us your grace, grant us your grace, grant us your grace. Your grace, grant us your grace. Grant us your grace, grant us your grace. Spirit in the cave of the heart, grant us your life. The of the heart, Father Dan has written a new book grant called Franciscan Lexio*. Franciscan Lexio* is for everyone on a spiritual journey who longs to see the world more beautifully and deeply, and to become more attentive and present. Wherever we sit, there's a world and a life to read, and the Word of God is alive and active, not only in reading, but also in our hearing, listening, and seeing everything around us. Learn more about the book and the experience of Franciscan Lexio on our website at mountainonline.org/book. That's mountainonline.org/book.